She wanna woo the nigga. She wanna fight with the wolf. what's up everybody welcome back to the podcast welcome back to two cents for conversation um that little dj play was the woo by pop smoke rest in peace i don't own the rights to that song um i love that song it's just so smooth like that's like one of probably one of the smoothest songs in like the last decade for real like just like oh like you just I can't help but cha-cha to it like <laughs> like it's like because it's not too too sultry you know where because to me like I love R&B don't get me wrong but I, I'm not a person to listen to R&B all day because I'd be having shit to do and R&B be relaxing me too much um that's why I listen to like a lot of trap and rap because you know trap music gets you going and gets your hustle going um but it's not too like sultry but it's just like just enough to get you moving and you know he had Rowdy Rich on it um with his little melodic self and uh, 50 Cent, smooth talking. You know, 50 Cent, he's a gangster rapper, but he he a low-key smooth talker. Like, it's it's kind of funny. Like, when you think, like, for example, a throwback, like, 21 Questions, like, that song's actually hella smooth in retrospect. And lis- being a grown woman listening to 21 Questions is, like, hilarious because it's, like, you ain't really fucking with those questions, but some of the questions is kind of like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Anyways, welcome to the podcast. Um, new listeners, welcome. We just talk about random things here. Um, you know, random topics, whatever is kind of on my spirit. If I got time and energy, you know, just to put my thoughts out there into the world and hopefully it's entertaining. I I aim to entertain rather than be on a soapbox or preach too much. Sometimes I get a little preachy, but my main focus is to entertain. Um, You know, it's funny jumping into this. I thought I'd be making more jokes, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Anyways, so... There is no, there's no particular theme today. Um, I guess I want to talk about sex a little bit again. Because I'm seeing a couple of things out there in the world about, once again, women and their sexuality and all that stuff. And I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of thinking about it. So... The first thing is um, a lot of people been talking about Lori Harvey and her dating. <sighs> Let that girl do her. Like, that's going to be the key word today. Let that girl do her. Because wh- wh- what do you, what, I don't understand. I, it's hard because I'm a modest woman, okay? I'm a woman that ain't really been out there, out there. And that's a little bit of my, uh, that you know, to and to be fair, is half, partly because I'm not really, um, yeah, I mean, I'm attractive, but... Uh, 
I'm not like not physically I'm physically I'm attractive but I'm I'm not so attractive like I've never gotten that much attention from men unless like I'm really like I don't know sometimes the planets be aligning and niggas be feeling me but that's those are ones in the blue moon situations and so and that's and this is just a fair analysis like I've never been the most popular thing around but I'm also modest on my own accord so when I do get attention I am modest in my own in my own sense just because I don't want to put up with a lot of shenanigans and I don't know like I I could read men a little bit when they're being genuine and not and I don't like disingenuine men like I really don't so you know I've always just been modest on those two accords um but and and I always and I I think I've said it before I always encourage modesty for women not as a controlling thing but just as a as a protection thing as a guarding thing because there's so many because because men definitely it's it's hard <laughs> men definitely have a different motive when it comes to dating and relationships than women do so I always encourage women to be a little more modest in the sense of don't be falling for a nigga's bullshit because niggas be lying niggas be lying and they be doing the most sometimes so I encourage modesty just for women to in the sense of protecting ourselves it's not I'm not saying women should be modest because that's just how it's supposed to be or we should just preserve ourselves for men no I, I say modesty because niggas is trifling and I'd rather have another sister look back and be like "Ooh, I'm glad I didn't go through what I went through I'm glad I didn't go through some nonsense with that fool so I always promote modesty but I'm also a woman that is totally um I, I'm indifferent to women expressing themselves whether it be sexually or flaunting what they got or whatever we're beautiful creatures you know it gives us power to a degree and you know it's 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 what pays the bills let's keep it real like it's a commodity for us so let's not be naive of saying beauty isn't a commodity for women um so it's kind of like what do you expect Lori Harvey to do so Lori Harvey is the stepdaughter of Steve Harvey and she's been getting a little bit of attention lately because she's now dating Michael B. Jordan with his fine ass. And, <laughs> and it's kind of like, I personally don't hate on sis. Like, I ain't hating on sis. Like, go ahead and get it, girl. Like, she. And she's pretty. She's a very pretty girl. And she's Steve Harvey's stepdaughter. Like, she has the, you know, she has some clout to her so it's kind of like okay what do you expect her to be with the mcdonald's nigga like but people are giving her crap because she recently went public with michael b jordan as like an official couple but she has but her dating history has been put on blast as well so she's been with like trey songs she's been with uh Diddy's son and Diddy apparently a race car driver and she and her most recent ex or last affiliate was Future he fine too if we gonna be real about it with his trifling ass um <laughs> so it's just kind of like I'm kind of annoyed because everybody is talking so much about her and talking about how she's getting around and how she's loose or all these negative things and it's kind of like okay first of all who says she's even sleeping with all of these men you do know you can date 
without having sex with somebody, right? Like, I've been, technically, I've been on a lot of dates. I've been on at least a hundred dates, and I haven't, I didn't sleep with everybody. I'm out of like, she, when I was single, 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 out of like maybe 50 dates, I've slept with only one guy out the, out the roulette table. And that's not even counting my ex that I would keep as my one body. So, and it was like, before I met my now, uh, man, uh, yeah, like, there was a serious, maybe like, maybe there was like a, mm, I met my man when I was 25. Maybe there's like a four year difference between like the last stranger I ended up sleeping with and my now man. And then my ex in between that. So that's three bodies in a span of five years. Like that's not, and I, but I've been on 50 dates. Like that's not crazy. Like that's normal. And I do know, I mean, some women are wild, but that's their business at the end of the day. Like I saw this meme on Facebook. It was so funny. It was like, I don't know why people shame people for being hoes like I love hoes stories like yes ho what'd you do like I feel the same way like and if you're a modest girl nine times out of ten you have a whole friend that you live vicariously through and you get your whole stories from them and you get your whole um information from so it's all love like let people live and it's so it's kind of like who's to say she's sleeping with all of these men first of all and if she is, that's her goddamn business. As long as she's safe, as long as she ain't sitting here acting a fool, popping out kids and not knowing who the daddy is. Um, you know, that's her business. And it's kind of like it, the even if she is sleeping with these men, y'all fucking bitter ass hoes is just mad because Y'all sleeping with the nick y'all sleeping with men that ain't nowhere near the tax bracket that she's sleeping with. So if you're really gonna be mad, be mad at your damn self. Because guess what? If I looked like Lori Harvey and I was in the same social sphere as Lori Harvey, uh, you damn right. I'd be laying down with a goddamn NASCAR driver or fucking maybe not future just because he got too much trifling that shit with him but hell yeah i'd be pulling michael b jordans and cupcaking with michael b jordans and shit even playing my cards with diddy like even though puffy is poison and you might be under a bridge somewhere in the future messing with diddy lord knows what bag of worms that is uh, hell yeah like i would definitely be with a top tier uh, industry moogle like Diddy if I'm fucking Lori Harvey like yeah like any fucking woman would like that's and it's like and it's oh, you know now that I'm thinking about it it's kind of a weird catch-22 because you feel like that and then we're in the age of you know the chickens coming home to roost era of young women talking about um what do you call it their you know abusive power dynamic relationships like me too shit and so it's kind of like maybe we do need to be not I don't feel like this I'm just asking the question like maybe we do need to change the standard of young women dating older men with power dynamics but we've been socially groomed to go after the big bucks and the men with the most, with the most, you know, power. So, I don't know. It's weird. That's a totally different subject, though. So, everybody's getting on her about her dating life. And it's kind of like, y'all are just mad because her roster is significantly better 
than most of our rosters. So I, I don't get where all this hate comes from. And it's just kind of like, she's 20 something. Like, what, what are we asking from her? Like, she, like I said, she, hopefully she's being safe and she ain't sitting here popping out wedlock kids that are going to have fucking issues not knowing who their daddy is or having a bunch of half siblings so what difference does it make like and then i and then like people are talking about her dating history and it's kind of like there's a difference between dating and relationships like from what i'm seeing she's in a relationship with michael b jordan and she was just dating like these other guys so it's kind of like what what what's the problem exactly and then another situation that's happening is one of the sing so um there's the singer duo chloe and Haley bailey they're protégés of beyonce beautiful young ladies angelic voices like oh my god their voices are like angels like they are so talented and i think they play the violin and they play like a couple of instruments at that so like they're legitimately musically talented um and baby girl one of the baby girls made did one of the busted challenges it's like this dumbass internet challenge where you drop it or you start out looking frumpy and then you drop it and you're all dolled up. It's just a dumb internet challenge. And everybody is coming at her crazy for doing this. Like they're shaming her about being on the internet looking like this and doing this busted challenge and being seductive. And I think, and there's another challenge like the silhouette challenge where like it's kind of like the same thing where you're looking kind of frumpy and then the beat drops and you have the red light filter and you're looking all seductive and it's like okay whatever but I guess she did one of those too I didn't see hers of I didn't see that one and people are getting on her about doing these sexy sexy challenges and it's kind of like and then so she made a response where she was like crying she was like a little upset when she was telling you know pretty much giving her spiel about how she felt about how the um court of public opinion was coming at her and i feel bad and that's what kind of makes me want to talk about this part to get, that's what kind of made me want to spare these two cents because it's kind of like the attack on women in particular black women for our sexuality is like so crazy and i and i mean i know i have my own feelings about it that may come off as also an attacker or also somebody who judges you know on black women's sexuality but i'm a black woman and my sexuality has always been a point of conversation. Not always, but it's had its moments of being a point of conversation amongst other people. I have my own challenges, even as a modest woman. So I'm, I'm, I'm not coming from a place of, I'm, I'm really not coming from a place of judgment at all. I'm coming from a place of observation and personal experience my damn self. Um, but it's just kind of like when I was, I like when I'm reading the articles on the Chloe girls situation, it's so ridiculous because she wasn't even like busting it. Like she had on like a, a super slit dress or a slit two piece skirt set and no ass was showing just it was just all five for the most part you know you see a little twerk in there she she's a black girl though she got some cushion like we all do um she looks nice like she ain't sitting here looking like a drag queen titties ain't out or nothing she's just wearing a, a high thigh slit uh skirt and she just dropped it and bounced a little bit 
and she's grown so it's kind of like it's crazy how people are coming at her and it's mostly women and you know what i'm noticing like a lot of this judgment comes from women and you know maybe it's just because as women we talk you know we just talk so it it's just naturally going to come more from us. But I've even seen it on the other side of it. Where we're also obsessed with sex. Like, and that's the part where I kind of judge on. Is because it's like, why why are we... I, I'm, I'm more of, why can't there be a balance? Why can't we have a balance of embracing our sexuality and modesty why does it have to be one extreme or the other most of the time i'm modest but i do have my sexy moments like that's the beauty of feminine energy is like feminine energy is can be modest and classy and bring you a sense of nurturing and calm but you also have that sexual power because of our bodies, because of what we can do with our bodies, because of what we cause men to do with their bodies. So <laughs> it's kind of like that's the beauty of feminine energy is that there should be a balance. So my question, like where I kind of get irritated is like, why does it have to be one extreme or the other why can't women have that balance why why can't all women have that balance why does Meg the Stallion have to bust it open every like every five goddamn minutes throughout the day you know but her, her being her covering up or expecting more from her is not more from her, but expecting, wanting to see a more modest side of her wrong. And on the other side, why is, you know, why do we have Chloe getting crucified for the little bit of sexuality she does when she normally is a modest woman, young woman? Like, why can't both of these women have a little bit of both? You know what I mean? Why can't a little bit of both be encouraged? Why can't a little bit of both be supported? You know, um, I just go down. I just I just cram on a, like, for example, I just crack on Meg Thee Stallion a little bit harder because the rap is a lot different than R&B, the R&B industry and hip hop and rap is definitely more dangerous for women so like i've said at the beginning i always have a little more encouragement to modesty when it comes to women in rap and hip-hop because it's just so much more dangerous because it's so much more misogynistic because there's so much more um leniency towards abuse towards women than other than other industries so it's kind of like you know yeah I don't think if you really if you're really about empowering women as a rapper as a female rapper as a FMC I do think you should encourage modesty and less um exploitation because hip-hop and rap is very 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 exploitive of women so that that's and that's my reason it ain't got nothing to do with a woman being in her place a woman not being perceived like a hoe or being approved by having validation from men or being approved by men nothing to do with that i just know that hip-hop and rap exploits women to an extreme degree and there needs to be some uh there there needs to be some precaution in that and how you display yourself in that you know what I mean so that's 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 where it comes from it ain't it ain't no place of shame or hate because I like make the stallion I really do and I'm all for busting your shit open whenever the fuck you feel like it like sometimes it be it be like that sometimes you do feel like that 
and there's nothing wrong with it i there just needs to be a balance um and there needs to be a realistic um what do you call it there needs to be a realistic uh what is it called there needs to be a realistic approach to it like a you can bust it open like i do but a lot of niggas don't take you serious and busting it open ain't gonna make niggas take you serious that's the real truth about it and i just wish you know more meg the stallions and Nicki minaj's and cardi b's cardi kind of says it like cardi's been saying it being coming from the stripper background she kind of knows that niggas ain't shit and it's like, just do what you got to do to get this money and don't take none of these niggas serious. So I can respect Cardi a little bit more because she does it. She does put it out there. But Meg, whereas Meg Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj just do it to look cute and don't talk about the real consequences of it. So, you know, but but all in all there can be a healthy approach to both like modest women can have their sexual moments and sexual women it's not and then it's not wrong to encourage modesty in sexual women depending on their atmosphere so and and so it's kind of like i felt i, I feel bad seeing chloe upset like that as a observer because this woman this young woman is she's like young she's like in her early 20s you know she didn't do anything and I could and the t to me the crying and the tears were more out of a frustration side because it's kind of like how dare the general public crucify her cru you know how can we as the public crucify her so harsh over something so minimal and and it's kind of like what do we expect out of her like to be a nun like and then on top of that we're expecting her to be a nun over what just dropping it dropping it for like five minutes or less like the, i think the video is like 30 seconds so we can't so the public can't just just let her shake her ass for 30 seconds like in her own home doing an internet challenge that hundreds of women are doing and her doing it because she's a more modest woman is a is a problem <sighs> God help us because it's ridiculous and it's coming from women like that's the part the harshness that's the part that kills me and that's the part where I do get where a lot of feminists and a lot of um sexual liberated women are coming from and that's the part that I can't agree with it's kind of like why why is this so wrong like why are we as women judging so harshly and and I think and I would think I, I got distracted when I was about to say and I see it on the other side too because one time so when Meg Thee Stallion had the whole Tory Lanez incident or whatever which is still up in the air ugh, it's just such a mess right after that situation um on her instagram she you know just goofing off with her circle and her click and all that her bodyguard was in the shot and she got a fine ass bodyguard i don't know where the fuck that nigga was with the tory lane's incident clearly he wasn't where he was supposed to be but <laughs> she has a fine ass bodyguard like her bodyguard is fine as shit i if I, if I was famous like that, I don't know if I would want a fine-ass bodyguard. I want a fucking mean, ugly-ass bodyguard. Keep it real. I want a nigga that scared motherfuckers. I don't want a nigga that gets people hot and heavy. Like, you... No. No. Give me a gorilla-ass nigga. Like, 
fuck that that's just me though um but her bodyguard's fine as fuck and I saw in the comments like so many women were all like oh she need to get with her bodyguard her bodyguard fine her bodyguard this and that that's who she need to be with they make a cute couple and it was just so disturbing because it was like this girl just got shot alleged this girl just got shot from a man this man a man just shot this girl and it ain't even been two weeks from her mentally recovering from that never mind the physical mentally recovering from that and as her fans and as her consumers we're already narrating and putting her um with somebody else and it's kind of, with another man and it's kind of like why we're just as bad as the men when it comes to being obsessed with sex and that's the part where I wanted to have a different conversation because women are just as bad as men when it comes to the obsession with sex because there is no way that I as as a self-aware person I try to be if a nigga just shot me I'm not dating for a while I'm not even, I'm not near trusting being emotionally, mentally vulnerable to another man if a man just shot me, like, or a lover, a boyfriend, whatever. If I just got out of a domestic violence situation, there is no way I would be even thinking about dating somebody. I would want to hang out with only women if I just got out of a DV situation. Like... <laughs> Like, why would we, like, that was just so weird to me. And it was so many women making that same type of comment. And maybe that was just them putting themselves, and, and that's the problem with Instagram and these celebrities being, like, halfway, in a sense, reality TV or reality internet because, we project ourselves to these celebrities so intensely now in this new decade because of social media and being able to see what these celebrities are doing every second of the day damn near. We project ourselves and wanting that life. So, you know, I I don't go that hard on it because I can realize that maybe 70% of these women making these comments about the bodyguard and Meg The Stallion, they were just um you know they they want him as their bodyguard lover like that's all that was so I let it go but it was still very odd to me because it's kind of like we're sitting here we we want the best for her as a woman but we're not even realizing that we're doing the same type of damage that men are doing that men do most of the time, you know, just being out uh, unbalanced with the obsession of sex and relations and sexual attraction, like, it's crazy. So, it's just kind of like, I don't know, the judgment of Lori Harvey and Chloe Bailey, is it Bailey or Haley? I think it's Bailey is is bothersome to me because it's kind of like it doesn't have to be that way and we would honestly it would be better for black women if we were just able to stick together and support ourselves you know on either spectrum on the sexual side and the modest side that's all I'm saying and making sure that there is a balance with that especially in the hip-hop realm and the rap rap and hip-hop because it's so exploitive and it was just kind of like so unnecessary um and with Lori Harvey it's kind of like these hoes is just mad out here that they roster ain't looking like hers like what do you want her to be with the average ass Amazon nigga like 
what like who like how can you just how can you be mad at her for dating michael b jordan how can you be mad at michael b jordan for dating her like they're low-key equal yoke like that's how you're supposed to do it and it's kind of like I get that you should be selective of your partners. You shouldn't just date around the whole block, especially if it's close proximity. I will admit that dating Trey Songs, the Combs, Michael B. Jordan, in future being all music entertainers, that might be a little close to each other. But like I said, who said that she had sex with any of them? she ain't married she ain't having kids with them like who cares like as much as the triflingness that men do <laughs> i don't want to hear nothing about what Lori harvey be doing shit future can sleep with half of the video vixen industry and have babies with them but Lori harvey can't date future and trey songs and just date them without having long-term repercussions of said dating like children like fuck out of here like my rule is as long as you ain't having babies by them and you ain't catching nothing it's fair game protect yourself and don't have babies other than that it's do you like i ain't, I ain't got nothing to say to it um let me see is there anything else? I feel like there was something else I wanted to talk about when it comes to women and being sexually liberated. Like, um, yeah, women, we just need to stick together with each other a little bit more. Like, coming after Lori Harvey and Chloe, uh, Bailey, Meg Thee Stallion is like so unnecessary. Like, and and you you have every right to feel, and you know, everybody has their right to their own opinion. I get that, but what happens to just if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Like, if you know you got a problem with somebody, just remove yourself from the. From the situation, I'm a like you know I'm a Meg The Stallion fan. Uh, I like her music for the most part. Um, I have my own critiques, but I do like her music. Um, I think she's pretty dope. But I, you know, I unfollowed her just because the ass shaking every five seconds was a little bit much for me. Like, I follow your Instagram to see your, um you know how you move in the industry new song snippets new music video snippets and i get that things are a little slow right now because of covid so an artist's instagram may not be less maybe not maybe more personal than industry at the moment but you know and and and, and i'm you know i'm getting older i'm in a different part in my life so 24 year old shaking her ass on the internet every five seconds i i don't i don't need to see it no shade i just don't need to see it but i remove i calmly and respectfully just removed myself from that situation i just unfollowed her still gonna stream her still gonna watch her videos still gonna tune into what i want to tune in but i know that i'm annoyed at that little that stuff so i'm just gonna remove myself from it respectfully like if if you ain't got nothing nice to say don't say anything at all like and people ain't really living by that anymore everybody just thinks that they can just that they just want to say whatever the fuck they want to say and it they you know you just got to take it because whatever somebody is doing is out in the public eye and it's kind of like like with that with the chloe girl like i saw a bunch of comments where it was like well she's in the public eye so people are going to have their own opinions of her and blah, blah 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 and i get that but at the same time it's kind of like 
yeah, she's in the public eye, but what she's doing, she ain't doing, she ain't, it's kind of like, yeah, she's in the public and the public is going to have their opinion, but she ain't asked for your opinion. She's doing that for her. She's doing this video. She's doing a little busted challenge for her, for her audience, for her fans, for her admirers to be connected to something that her peers are doing in the industry. Like, like just because they're doing it doesn't mean we got to put our fucking two cents in it every five seconds. Like, or if we ain't got nothing, if we have such a problem with it, we got to let it be known. If you got a problem with that little girl dropping it on the flow, dropping it to the flow for 30 seconds, what is the point of saying that you don't like it? It's a 30 second video. Like, was it really that deep for you to make a negative comment about this little girl twerking? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it ain't necessary for me to talk about how much I have a problem with Meg Thee Stallion twerking every five seconds. Like, and I'm just talking about it right now just because I'm making a point. But I, I'm not going to get on the internet and write in the comments like, man, she's always twerking. She ain't doing nothing else. Da -da -da. Like... No, like I, it's not that deep. Like it's it's really not that deep. And you know, even when I do want to spit some real shit about it, like, you know, I have a really and ever and I've felt this way ever since one of my uh the one of the YouTube content creators I follow for Harriet, ever since she said it, it's kind of like that's what it is you know even when I do want to speak some real shit on it like you know the sexual female empowerment has been tampered with because everything that's labeled as female empowerment looks like the male fantasy I mean I, that's a firm belief I have but I'm not going to preach it every five seconds. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way to preach it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm saying it on my podcast because it's my podcast. And I'm just talking about my own thoughts. But I'm not going under every Meg Thee Stallion article or video and posting that thought. Like, nah, if I ain't rocking with it, if it's much, it's a, if it's a bit much for me, if it's not really giving me good energy... I'm just going to ignore it. And that's what people need to fucking do more. Like, and it's disappointing that this nonsense, this nonsense comes from women more than men. And I be seeing men talk their shit, but what the fuck do men know about real female empowerment? They don't. Just like we don't know shit about what the fuck makes a real man. You know what I mean? Like... As women, we can think about what the fuck a man needs to be, but at the end of the day, we don't know. Like we can, we can tell a man what we want as a man, as a woman, but, or what a man can do to benefit us as a woman. And, but we're, we, we can't tell a man what he needs to do as a man to benefit himself or to you know, take care of himself. Like that's something him and his father figure and his sense of spirit needs to figure out. So I don't really be paying attention to what men got to say about female sexual liberation. I really don't. The only thing I can agree with is just make sure your roster is tight enough where men ain't putting their hands on you, they ain't making you look ridiculously stupid, and you know who your baby daddy is. Like, that's the only thing I can agree with man a man about when it comes to sexual female sexual liberation is just make sure you know who your daddy is because that shit's embarrassing. Like, your baby daddy, like that shit's embarrassing. Like, you know what I mean? Because it just opens up so many problems when your child doesn't know who their father is like now that father being present is a different conversation we ain't gonna get into that because that's very circumstantial but as a woman we do have the power to at least know who our child's father is and that is our responsibility so yeah 
you know, I don't know. That's just how I've been. That's just what I've been observing in the world a little bit. Um, it's been kind of quiet. Just the same old nonsense. Um, it's Black History Month. I'll do a Black History podcast when I got something on my spirit for the culture a little bit. Um, I guess this can be a good intro to it because sex is important and women supporting women is also important. Black women supporting black women is important too. Um, modest or not. Um, what else? I feel like there was something else relative to this topic that I want to talk about. Um, hmm. Hmm. Let me not. Maybe, maybe that's just all I want to talk about. Well, anyways, if I have some more thoughts, if I have some more conversation with y'all, I'll do some spare. I'll see if I got some spare change. Um, but I don't know. I might get a co-host because I'm not even a big fan of podcast being solo. So I'll see if I can find a co-host or I got some good, uh, chemistry with, and we could talk about stuff. Um, yeah, there's some music things I want to talk about. I want to talk about a little bit of hip hop stuff. I guess I'll talk about it now since it's not really that deep of a thought, but oh, you know what? It kind of is. Hmm. Do I want to talk about it now? No, I'll save it for a whole different podcast because it's a little bit of a rant. So I'll talk to y'all later. Happy Black History Month. Let's get this. Let's get this shit cracking celebrate black excellence um uh, today i'm celebrating embracing black women sexual black women like meg the stallion you know Nicki minaj you don't know do it for the strippers do it for the promiscuous women do it for the women that like to date out a lot do it for the women black women that have multiple baby daddies they know who their baby daddies are there's just a lot of them you know because we got to protect these women too and then we got to protect the modest women we got to let the modest women be comfortable expressing themselves when they have the moment too you know um it's kind of like we as women particular black women we don't have to fit a monolith like black people do not have to fit a monolith like there's a variety of black people in the world we can we can do so we can be we can feel and express ourselves however we want to feel in the entirety of our lives like we should be able to express modest days we should be able to express hypersexual days we should be able to express nerdy interest we should be able to express ourselves in a gangster way if the situation calls for it you know what i mean sometimes you gotta get like that sometimes sometimes you gotta handle some shit in a gangsterly fashion and 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 really let a motherfucker know you ain't playing you know what i mean we can put on our professional hats. We can put on our ebonic tongues. Like, it's all part of the black experience. And black women, black men, we need to support each other on it. We need to get in. We shouldn't be afraid of getting into different interests. Like, you know, I've always been, and you know, and when I became, when I became a little older and I started realizing this, cause it did take a while. It does. And it's kind of sad because you really do need to be around different people 
or different settings like college, higher education, to really understand the value of not fitting a monolith, of having different interests, of being into different things. Because it was if if I would have stayed in the same box of my middle school, what I what I was in in middle school, for example, because that's where I kind of came into my personality. More most people come into per, their personalities in the middle school. Who knows where the fuck I would be? You know what I mean? Um, it's just like, at least going to college, going to a community college, being able to meet different people from different points of view does help as well. And I really started to realize that and working in an educational setting with younger black people, black students, black chick kids, I really encourage looking into different things. Like I always do that. Like I tell my students to look into different things because we need the variety in the world. Like we can't just do all the same thing. Like we'll be so... There will be nobody to take care of the next step of things. So, you know, like I remember sometimes when I would hang out with knuckleheads and they would tell me like the things they wanted to be when they were. I I always ask the question, like, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Just for a conversation. And they would tell me like astronaut and things like that. And it's kind of like if we if if. There is like, for example, if we watered those type of ideas into more black boys, for example, we would probably have so many more black scientists and doctors and astronauts and, you know, so many more except like so many so much more black excellence by by grooming that variety into our culture and our youth, you know, we would be in a whole different place. So. That's what I'm striving for. Like, you know, with, you know, with my kid that I'm about to have, I'm going to strive for the variety of it. Be into, I'm going to try to, hopefully he'll have a really expressive personality and he'll be able, and I can get him into like a lot of different things so he can have that well-roundedness. And I think that's what we need to do for our black youth. So, you know. That's today's moral of the story is black women, let's support each other more despite moral codes or what we feel is morally acceptable. And, you know, let's support one another because we need a little bit of everything to make this bitch turn. So I will talk to y'all a different day or I might have some spare change for y'all later. Until then, take care, be safe and support black excellence. Bye.